Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. This episode is brought to you guys by Team Boss Bodies. Have you ever wanted to prep for a show but have nowhere to start? Are you that person who has no interest in prepping for a show at all, but you just want to get that really nice bikini bod? Or have you already accomplished your bikini bod and you've already been on stage, but you just want something a little bit more in your prep? You're just really ready to take it to the next level. Are you someone who wants to try a healthy approach to this dieting game? You want individualized attention and someone to be your guide telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and to also be your number one supporter. If you want to feel a part of a community where all of your goals really matter and you're achieving results and the results are actually maintainable, then I am so excited to invite you into the club. Team Boss Bodies is exactly for you. We specialize in women's health. We help women to reach their health and fitness goals. We believe in keeping food as high as possible and cardio as low as possible. We customize your meal plans to your likes and your dislikes. And we also create a plan that is sustainable for your life for the long haul. You also have the option of choosing a more flexible plan if you want to count macros. Each plan includes your training, nutrition, cardio, and supplementation. Plans are adjusted weekly to a bi-weekly basis, and you are checking in twice a week. There's ongoing assessment to target your strengths and your weaknesses, weekly consultations, and ongoing guidance. You get 24-7 access to your coaches through text and email. And let's not forget our perks. We have a Facebook group that's going to help keep you accountable and invite you into a community that loves you and that is on the same journey as you. And team shows to get all of our girls involved. So if this is for you and you're ready to give it a try, you can go to teambossbodies.com slash apply and use the code Bikini Diaries for 15% off your packages. Now let's get into the episode. Happy (laughs) Tuesday. I first want to start off by saying thank you so much. I cannot believe people have actually been able to purchase a Bikini Diaries honorary tea. You have no idea how much it means to me that you support me and that you help me every single day to do the things that I love to do, which is produce free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. And from now on, I want to give you guys something very, very special. 20% off your purchase. So anytime anyone wants to support the podcast, they will 
always be guaranteed 20% off using the code Bikini Diaries. So thank you so much again for all of your love and support. And I want to talk to you guys about what I have in store for you today. The woman that I'm going to introduce to you is a horse lover. Yes, she owns her own horses and she absolutely loves them. And there is nothing like someone who has a passion for animals. She shares her heart to you guys and opens herself up to talk to you about how she was bullied since she was young and it was crazy her experiences brought her near suicide she also shares her method of visualization yes actually visualizing that you are going to be the winner of the show and guess what you win the entire show. So this technique is unbelievable and you are so lucky because she's going to talk to you all about it. After she turned pro, she went straight into her pro debut. And I know so many of you are wondering, should I go straight into my pro debut or should I take time off? This is something that we are going to touch on. She was also the overall winner of Junior USAs. So not only did she get her pro card, but she won the entire show. I'm sure it has something to do with her method of visualization. (laughs) Well, we're all going to find out. And I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you IFBB bikini professional Paige Lilly. Hi, Paige. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Good. Just sitting here in my pajamas. What about you? Um, same. I actually, I actually <laughs> asked you if pajamas were okay for this because uh, it's 9.08 and it is my, almost my bedtime. Ooh, girl, I feel you, but everybody loves like comfy pajamas. Let's not, let's be real, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have my tea, I have my water, and my PJs on and smell my cat. So let's, let's do this. <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to start the podcast just the way, the same way that I always start the podcast. And that's with a bikini hack, just a series of quick questions to get to know you better because we all want to get to know you better. So Paige, where are you from? I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'm born and raised and I'm still here. Ooh, so it must be an awesome place. Um, it is. It is. It's it's Pennsylvania. I uh, I love traveling, but I don't know if I could ever really leave home. I'm I'm such a family girl, so I don't think I could really leave my mom. <laughs> that sounds like me. Like I'm in Florida. I've always been here. Probably never gonna go anywhere. <laughs> no, no. Florida's amazing. My grandma lives there, and I love I love visiting her. But I think my mom would just die if I if I left her. <laughs> I'm I'm 26, and my mom still like texts me every day. Like I miss you. Come see me. So oh my God, that's I don't amazing. Know if she could live without me. Well, you're not going anywhere. I won't take her from you. <laughs> How many years have you been competing? Um, I started competing in, I guess it was August of 2015. So, so yeah. So do the math there. Uh, coming, coming on four, four years. Wow. Awesome. Name two qualities about yourself that make you a strong athlete. Um, my persistence um, and my perseverance. And I would say, um, I think, you know, I, I wasn't, I was always kind of like a showman. I started showing horses um, when I was really little, like when I was in diapers, I, sh- I started showing horses and I was always like the ham in the show ring. And um, I just loved it, like being on, you know, 
being in the show ring, showing the horses, just like lit me up. And that kind of like transferred to the stage. And it's kind of funny because I'm really not like that in, in person. Like I'm not a showman. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm probably the most introverted extrovert you'll ever know. Like when I go on on stage, I'm just like a total, it's like my alter ego, you know? So, um, but yeah, it's, it's like, I can be whoever I want to be on stage, you know, nobody Definitely. knows, you know, and I get out there and, and just do my thing. And then I get off stage. I'm like, Hey guys, like, you know, I'm totally different. But yeah. Um, back to that introvert, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> Coolest gym you have ever been to and why? Coolest gym, Warhouse gym. Um, and I believe it's out of like, like outside of Reading. It's so sweet. They have a bunch of old school equipment and the base is like bump in there it's so cool and it's like set such a, cr- a great vibe to work out in awesome and they I'll... rotate they rotate their equipment too so it's like nothing's ever really the same I mean, they have like their staples and they have a billion squat racks so you're oh never going for a squat rack yeah that's awesome. nice rotating gym equipment yeah. like somebody needs to jump on that seriously oh i know and it's actually um dalen bailey's gym so oh okay so there yeah yeah cool. yeah but it's cool macros or meal plans uh, you know, I used to, I, I went back and forth. I started out with macros, then I went to a meal plan, then I went to macros, meal plan, macros, meal plan. So it, it all depends. I mean, honestly, right now I'm on a meal plan just because I find that it's easier um, with my like lifestyle. I, I work a lot and it's, and it's really hard to like figure out like what I want to eat like every day. And, you know, it's just like, okay, I know I'm eating chicken. I mean, sweet potato and vegetables and some coconut oil and some, you know, almond butter or walnuts or something like that. Like, it's just kind of staples that I rotate. And um, it just, I find that it's easier for me. And I, I feel better, like, with my digestion and everything when I'm not throwing, like, a bunch of random foods at my mm. at my system all the time. So I kind of keep it simple right now. Um, and then, you know, I'll interchange some things. Like, if I'm having, like, a, a wicked craving, like, sometimes, you know, maybe I'll have a little halo top or something instead of my sweet potato. Um, but but for now, it's uh, it's meal plan. Oh my gosh, I love ice cream. Brings me up, brings me to my next question: donuts or ice cream? How about ice cream on donuts? Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> there's a place, there's a place by me that does like a freshly made donut with a mm. scoop of ice cream on top, and it's so good. That but, sounds amazing um, right now. Don't tell me that at nighttime. (laughs) My go-to was donuts, but I am a pretty, I'm a pretty big ice cream girl right now. Mm. So I would say, I would say ice cream for the win. Okay. So fed or fasted cardio? Um, I like fed cardio because I can like hit it really hard. If I'm fasted, all I, all I feel about is, or all I think about is like how darn hungry I am and how I can't wait to eat. And then I almost don't put in like my hundred percent effort, um, mm. because I'm like, cause I'm feeling hungry. I'm tired, you know, but if I have a meal in me, I can really hit it like super hard. Hmm. That's a different perspective. Not everyone thinks that way. So that's very, some, that's definitely something to, you know, that we can all take away from definitely. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure everyone asks you this, but we all want to know what keeps you motivated, Paige? What keeps me motivated? Mm-hmm. Well, I have got to say, um, just chasing like a dream or a goal or perfection keeps me motivated. Like I, you know, I constantly want to keep bettering myself as a person, like in all aspects of life. And I would say that, that, that keeps me motivated. Like if I'm thinking like, ah, do I want to do this? You know, like the little voice in the back of my head's like, 
Paige, just do it. You know, like you need, you need to do it. Like, like don't, don't be a slacker, you know? So, so it's that little voice in the back of my head telling me to keep pushing forward and keep bettering myself. Next time you're next, next time you're listening to that little voice, think about me. Cause I'm definitely like telling you, keep going girl. You look amazing all the time. <laughs> like you. extremely, Aww. extremely impressed and proud of you for everything that you've achieved. It's, it's remarkable and just like so crazy. I cannot wait to tell everyone about it. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. That thank moves you. on to our next question. So, girl, what is your greatest bikini moment? Greatest bikini? Oh my gosh. Um, I have got to say. Well, I, I think I think people know you know what I'm going to say, but it's definitely winning the overall at Junior USA. Um, mm. That was that was insane. I I did not expect it whatsoever, and I was just like, holy crap! Like what? Like I was <laughs> super surprised, and it was amazing and a time I'll I'll never forget. Um, it was it was life changing for sure. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that because I remember being on Facebook and you know looking up who won the overall. Because I remember that was a show I was prepping for and I never did. And I remember looking it up and seeing that it was you, and I was like, oh my god, who <laughs> is this girl? She looks amazing, amazing, Thank you. so amazing, Thank you. so excited for you. If Thank you. If you could pick one, what would be your favorite? prepping stage day or post show treats oh boy um i've got to say i guess i i've changed i've changed a little bit i used to be all about like the post show treats but honestly i think it's it's now about the day because i've realized that like food is always going to be there and you know it's not and it's not god like i don't i don't make food god at all because i think that's when you get into a really healthy uh, unhealthy relationship with food um mm -hmm. so i think stage day would probably be the like my my main pick because you work so hard and it comes and goes so fast it's like your wedding day like it comes and goes so fast um and you just have to savor like every moment of it because like you've worked so hard for that 30 seconds on stage, you know, mm. so, so savor it, you know, definitely. I agree. So Paige, bring us back to exactly, you know, what got you started in fitness? I know you have this huge passion. You're posing clients now. I mean, you're really planning your, you know, next year and how you're going to like totally crush it. So we know that you're <laughs> definitely involved and you have all this spirit about you. So bring us back to kind of like how you started your fitness journey and, you know, how you started competing. Okay. Well, I've always had, as I mentioned before, I've always had a passion for competing. Um, like I grew up riding horses and competing horses actually all over the country. So, um, like I would, I would fly out to, you know, to some state and, and go and, you know, groom some horses and, and show horses who I've never, you know, met before or showed before for clients. And I actually wanted to train horses up until, um, about four years ago before, right before I started, um, in the, in the gym and I actually I like dabble a little bit in college with um, you know lifting and stuff but never anything really super serious it's like I just lifted with a bunch of like you know dudes you know there were no other girls there in the gym so our exercises <laughs> like consisted of like chest triceps abs and biceps you know and I didn't actually <laughs> I didn't actually like start building my physique for a bikini until the spring of 2015 and then I decided to compete in like August so I didn't really have anything besides farm muscles um so uh it, and you know and uh, that's that's really how I got started in the gym. But how I found the gym was I actually suffered from um, like anxiety and depression mm. uh, since I was young, and I was bullied very severely in school, actually to like 
almost like near suicide um and then like you know from like fourth to to eighth grade and um i had a really hard time with like my body image and low confidence and like my joints ached all the time because my diet was so junky um you know like i ate mcdonald's big breakfast for breakfast and like dunkin donuts egg and cheese on a croissant and you know a side of two donuts and a large coffee with extra cream extra sugar like that was my breakfast that sounds then, delicious like, oh, <laughs> i know it delicious delicious <laughs> but super terrible joint pain and like constant bloating and just 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 feeling like like garbage all the time and like mm. on the ride home like for dinner i'd be like hey let's go to wendy's and get double cheeseburger and fries or pizza and pasta and then like before bed i would eat you know three chocolate chip cookies and like a huge glass of milk and like little did i know there though that my eating habits like contributed to this severe like joint pain this like daily joint pain that i was having mm. And I went to the doctors and they were like, oh, well, let's test you for rheumatoid arthritis and put you on prednisone. And I was like, well, that doesn't solve anything. Like the problem wasn't me and my body. It was um, my diet that was doing these things for me. And um, I just felt like I needed a change. So one day I like woke up and I was like, you know what? I am going to try something else because whatever I'm doing isn't working. And um, I cleaned up my diet and started basing it off of whole foods. And then I felt so much better. And I had like decreased inflammation I had better energy and then that's when I started stepping into the gym and like building my physique for um bikini competitions because I I, um, I felt super strong and great like got into the gym and then like people started approaching me and saying oh do you do those like bikini competition things and I'm like no but uh uh, what are those you know so then I go home like on YouTube that night and I like type in like bikini competition and then I see all these like and then up comes like you know IFBB pros and like the Olympia and I was like so in awe of these women and so my next like my nights when I should have been sleeping for like four hours every night was just me watching these bikini girls you know and just watching competitions and I got like so obsessed with it and then that's when I was like okay well, let's do this I'm doing one of these bikini things you know so that's when I started uh, and like the rest is you know the rest is history so that's wonderful I do have a like more of a deeper question so going sure. going back because I know you said that you know you were having a lot of troubles in your childhood and you were having mm -hmm. suicidal thoughts do you feel like you know when you started bikini or when you found bikini do you feel like that kind of saved you um, or was yeah. there something that actually happened in your life that kind of saved you from that mindset? Because I'm trying to think of like, how do you go from that mindset to this mindset that you have now? Well, it's okay. So I, I have, I had horses. I had, um, I had two horses. I have one right now. Um, my horse, Bruce, who actually passed away last year, right before mm. my pro debut, um, he passed two days before I left for Omaha and, um, I did everything I could to save him, but he was actually like my saving grace. Like he was the, he was the thing that kept me from actually, you know, from actually like committing suicide like because mm -hmm. he was my, he was like my pride and joy. I loved that horse with like my, all my heart. And he was my, he was my everything. So I was like, no, I need to stay around for him. Like that was, he was my reason. Um, but like the, but, but competing actually, like changed my person like it, it it made me feel strong you know it, it mm -hmm. gave me it gave me something to work towards to put my like negative energy into um and to like really and it actually like helped change my outlook on life because i started feeling like 
if I can take control of my mind and my body and, you know, how I'm feeling, like I can control anything. So mm-hmm. I think there were there are a lot of things in life, you know, really led me to, you know, this this new outlook on life. But I would definitely say that that competing was was one of them for sure. Wow. I love that story. And I love how, you know, you really touched on like the empowerment that it gives you, you know, you're making a choice. And that's the one thing that I love too. It's, it's one of those things where it puts you in a position where you actually have to be the person to decide and you can choose exactly how you want to live your life. And it Mm -hmm. really does, you know, it empowers you to do so. And when you make those right decisions, you know, you feel better about yourself, you're working towards a goal and it really motivates you. And that's wonderful. Side note, guys, you all have to check out Paige's horses. They are absolutely beautiful. We are sorry about your loss, but oh my God, horses are beautiful. And your passion is crazy. Like, oh my goodness. Like the fact that you love horses and, you know, you share your horses and stuff. Like we really feel like we're part of your life. And it's just nice that you share so much. Oh my God. The honorary teas are now available. I am stoked. These teas were designed by me and they represent everything this podcast is about. Strength, overcoming struggles, making the impossible possible, having a voice in the sport, and of course, never giving up on your dreams. If you want to be a supporter of this movement, then head over to naimafit.com shop to grab yours today. Use the code Bikini Diaries for 20% off your order. I will be ever so grateful. Thank you. Yeah, I, I still it. have my young, I still have my young horse. Well, he's not young anymore. Time goes so fast. He's 12 years old this year, but I raised him from a baby. So he was um, six months old when I got him. Hmm. And now he's 12. <laughs> so he's my, he's my Zane. That's his name, Zane. And uh, he's just, he's just awesome. He's so cool. He lives right down the road from me. So I'm so blessed to have him. Yes. So you got into your bikini, um, you got into bikini, you started competing. What was that pivotal moment where you realized that, you know what, I can be an IFBB bikini professional. I can do this. Um, Well, I started out um, competing in the OCB and the AMBF. So it was a different, different organizations. And I did my first competition. I won the overall um, novice uh, for in the OCB, and then I went on and I competed in the AMBF, and then I won the um, the overall open, and then I won my like pro card through the AMBF, and then I went on again um, to the back to the OCB, placed third at nationals, and then I was introduced to um, somebody a little a promoter actually in the Lehigh Valley um, who introduced me to the NPC, and. I, that was kind of when I, 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 I went to the show. He's like, Hey kid, like, I want you to come to the show. So he took me to the big cat. He sat me in behind the judges and I just watched these NPC competitors. And I was so, I was so in awe of them because I was like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like I want to do, I want to compete in the NPC. Like this is, this is awesome. So I started, I started doing that. My first NPC show was Albany where I won the novice overall um, and then I went on to the universe and actually got fourth there. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, that was my first national show and I placed fourth at universe. And I was like, hey, I think I can do this. <laughs> like, I think I can actually do this. Um, and then actually I went right, I was already qualified then for my next national show, which was um, Junior USA. 
And I went in kind of with no expectations. I was just like, hey, top 10, I'm, I'd be so happy with top 10. Let's just go do this. And then um, I ended up winning my class. And then I ended up getting my pro card because I got top, you know, top four out of the eight gets their pro card. And then uh, I ended up winning the overall. And I was like, holy, like, what just happened? Like, what actually just happened? And uh, it, it, it kind of happened really quickly. So I didn't really have a chance to think about, like, you know, how much I, like, I wanted, I always wanted to be an IFBB pro, obviously, but it happened so quickly, like, right before my very eyes, so. Mm. Was so, was, yeah. there, was there ever a time that you felt like it wasn't going to happen or did anyone ever tell you like, this is stupid, you should stop, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All the time. Like everybody would always tell me, you know, people who didn't know anything about competing or health or fitness would always tell me, like, give me their two cents about, you know, how, you know, how I look so much better when I had like more weight on me and this mm. and that. But I'm like, no, no, like, like that's, that's not what we, we need to do something else for this, like for competing. Like we're not, you know, we need to, we need to get, you know, kind of lean for this thing. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, so a lot of people who didn't really understand it were just like, like this is really dumb why are you doing this like why are you eating all this like this gross chicken and you know like why are you eating the regular food and uh you know why are you having to go to bed at 9 30 at night and like and drink and walk around with your gallon of water go to the gym all the time like you know there, there were so many people pretty much told me like no and to stop and I'd never really be anything you know even hmm. even some people in the industry like actually told me like you know I was never going to amount to anything and, oh my gosh. Uh, and that, uh, that almost just kind of like pushed me even farther to be like, no, no, I got this. Like, I, I'm going to do this thing. And it doesn't really matter like how long it takes. I'm just going to go for it and mm -hmm. prove everybody wrong. Because I think, um, you know, in my childhood, I was told by a lot of people and teachers even that like I would never really amount to anything in life because I was bullied by not only like my peers, but like my teachers too. And, um, and I think that that almost taught me like to go for anything that I wanted and just yeah. do it and prove everybody who ever doubted me wrong. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that just transferred over into the whole like bikini thing too, because I was just like, you know what, like I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing it for anybody else. And I don't take, I don't care how long it takes to get there. Like I'm, I'm just going to reach whatever goal I set out to reach because yeah. that's just how I've always been. And you're you're so strong about it too because there are so many of us that, you know, if, if our friends tell us it's stupid, if our, I mean, hell, if our teachers tell us we're, we're never going to amount to anything, then we start to believe it. You know, when people are yeah. consistently oh, sure. and constantly telling us these things, you know, it becomes a reality, becomes something that's real. And if you say something, you know, uh, enough times, if you say something um, enough times, it'll become your reality as well, even if it's yeah. false. So is yeah. there any kind of tips you would give to someone who is just kind of struggling with that? Like, you know, it's easier for I, I'm not going to say it was easy for you, but you have overcome it. So you can look back and think, yeah. you know, oh, I've done it. It's this is what you need to do. But yeah. for someone who is just having, you know, sitting here like, you know, everyone is down on me. Like, what 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 do I need to do to get past that? What tips would you give yeah. them? Just one or two I tips. Would, I mean, I would just surround yourself with like people who are people who are benefiting you and like enriching your life. You know, if somebody mm. is truly like telling you that you can't do it or that you suck or that you're bad or that you shouldn't do it, like for no reason other than just to be mean, like I, you know, maybe you need to step away from that relationship. So, and, you know, and, and that's not saying that like you should do that with everybody. That's saying like, 
you really should surround yourself with just positivity and very and very positive people because the people who you surround yourself with ultimately like dictate your you know outlook on things too so if you surround yourself with positive and uplifting people i think that that really helps overcome you know overcome any like obstacles for sure Yes, I agree. Like definitely finding your health tribe is so important. Girl, now you took, you didn't just get your pro card, you won the overall. And I remember reading a post that you, um, you know, that you presented to us. And it was something about a method of visualization. So could you kind of explain that method you use of visualization and exactly how that took you to the top? Yes. Um, so, I mean, I've practiced this ever since I was little. I don't really know. I don't really remember where I learned it, but even before I would go on stage, like er, on, excuse me, in the, in the show ring with a horse the night before the week before, like leading up to it, I would literally close my eyes and ride the horse, like in my, Mm. in my sleep, like in my dreams, I would ride the class. I'd plan out every move. I would, you know, I would do everything I would, you know, with how I'm like passing the other horses in the show ring and presenting my horse in front of the judge, like I would, I would plan every single step and that kind of transferred to the stage too. Like every day, you know, I would close my eyes and I'd make it a conscious habit to go through my posing routine. So even if I wasn't physically practicing the posing routine, because I mean, posing really takes a lot out of you. Um, especially if you practice it like over and over and over again, like that is a lot of physical effort. But I feel like if you practice any, like when you close your eyes and you practice, you can almost have that same muscle memory as when you practice like physically. And mm. that's what I would do every single night. I literally, I'd lay in bed, I'd close my eyes, I'd go through my routine 50 million times, like counting sheep until I fell asleep. And then it would be almost something that I would, I could force myself to dream of. And then I would, and I would almost dream of my posing routine and dream of everything. And, uh, and then it, it just kind of came to me and then it was just like second nature. So I didn't have to like constantly be, keep drilling myself and practicing and expending like way too much energy practicing my posing. I could just, I could just visualize it. I could visualize the win. I could visualize the, you know, how I like in my comparisons, like what I would do to like really make myself present and command the stage. Like it was just, it, it was just, just something that I learned um, over the years and it, and, it, and it's worked and I, and I really like it. Yeah, I think that's an amazing method. Like I, uh, someone had said that to me before that, um, you know, the difference between, you know, someone who wins and someone who becomes, you know, is second place, I, I guess, is the person who wins actually visualize the entire thing. Like they knew from the, the beginning, like they wake up, they, they think I'm, I'm going to win. They tell themselves I'm going to win. I'm the winner. They're already yes. the winner, you know? And it, it yes. and when you, when I saw that post, I was like, oh my gosh, like she has to explain to us exactly what does she do? Because it's obviously effective. It's obviously working. So I love that you were able yeah. to share that with us. Oh my goodness. I yeah. have to do this. <laughs> we all do now, right? <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, when you, I mean, when you think I, I stink or I'm bad or I'm going to trip, like, like, yeah, you're going to trip, you know, like if you think I'm going to win, I'm going to kill this, you know, then if you do like trip, it's nothing, but you know what I mean? So if you, if you like, if you focus on something enough, you make it happen, whether it's good or bad. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my, that's my thing. Wonderful. Now I know after you won the overall, you ended up going into your pro debut. I guess pretty sure 
remind me your pretty view. I think I was there. I'm pretty positive I was there. It was in um it was in Tampa, correct? No, it was in Omaha. Oh, it wasn't in Tampa. What what show did no. you do in Tampa? Because I remember Tampa seeing you. Was the Tampa was the Tampa Pro. That was my second. Okay. That yes, was my second I remember you were so yeah. beautiful. Oh, so you went straight you. into your pro pro debut, correct? Yes. Awesome. Yes, Is that but... something that you recommend, like women after they turn pro going straight into their pro debut? Or do you recommend us taking like a whole year off? You know, for it depends where you're at with your body. Honestly, I wish I would have just taken the year off after I like so hindsight is always kind of 2020 right um mm. I I almost wish I would have taken the year off because I had been prepping since like December for Junior USA so it was already a really long 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 prep for me and by Junior USA I mean I was I was feeling good but just I think I would have done better by just taking the time off um, I lost my horse two days before I left for my pro debut. Like I, like I mentioned earlier, I lost Bruce and, um, that was really hard on me. I actually, um, was six pounds lighter on my pro debut than I oh was for junior USA, uh, mm. which, which, yeah, no, that was not, it. I didn't, I, I didn't have the same look. I didn't have the same fullness. Um, but a lot of the reason why I was that much lighter was, um, you know, a lot of people don't know, like trying to save my horse. I walked him literally for, I would say about 10 hours straight. Um, the, the day that he died, because I tried to get him to pull through his, he actually colicked. And when a horse colics, like we walk them and walk and walk and walk to try to, um, what happens is their intestines actually like twist in their stomach to, so to try to like relax their stomach and to, um, and to like relax the intestines and to keep them also from like rolling and thrashing around, we walk them. So I literally walked for 10 hours straight and mm -hmm. I woke up the next day, like six pounds lighter. And I just, oh, wow. it almost, yeah. And it was just like, for me, I almost wish I would have just been like, you know what, this is Bruce just telling me to just not do it. Mm -hmm. but I, but I, I ended up doing it because I was like, no, like he would want me to do it. You know, my horse, like he first would want me to go to the show, you know? So I did and it didn't go in my favor. And, and, and yeah, so I, I almost do wish that I would have taken that, that year off. I would have just said, okay, I'm done after junior USA. I'm going to come back fresh, make my pro debut the next year. And, you know, in 2018 and go for it. But you know, it all coming back to the question though, it all depends where you're at with your body. Like if your body is if you're ready, I mean those girls on the pro stage are full, 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 like and stacked, you know? And if you're it, sometimes, you know, making that transition to the pro to the pro stage actually involves taking an off season and, and getting your physique where it needs to be in order to be competitive with um, those pro girls. But on like the flip side, it's also good to stand up there and realize where you are next to them. So, mm -hmm. you know, until you actually physically get up there next to them, you don't know what you look like compared to them. Um, Cause pictures only show so much. So there's, it's, it's really, you know, it's really up to you and your physique and how you're going and how you're feeling. Um, I would say, but everybody's different. It's, it's definitely a case by case thing. Yeah, definitely. I definitely see that there's a lot of cons and a lot of pros and you've been able to kind of, you know, you've you've experienced it so 
you know, from hearing it from you is is kind of nice to see like your experiences with going straight into a pro debut versus I mean, now you're taking an entire year off. And that's yes. kind of interesting. Um, but I do want to talk to you about balance, because I know, like, sure. briefly, we were talking a little bit about it. And you're I've read posts, I'm sure everyone have, has read posts, um, and have kind of followed your journey with the balance. I actually remember. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but I remember that um I watched one of your Insta stories. This was probably like a year ago and you ate an entire pizza. Like you told <laughs> us you ate an entire pizza. And like I can put down food, but I was like, how did that little girl eat that whole pizza? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah I love my pizza for sure I would love Man. to talk to you more about how you were able to develop balance and you know some of the struggles you've had and yeah whatnot yeah um well the thing about okay so this is kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make this short here because it's a, it's a long it's a long one so I can I've been competing for like you know three years with the off seasons in between and each year, my first two years, I've suffered suffered with like wicked binge eating like disorder, like to the point where it's like, okay, gaining 40 pounds, 35, 40 pounds, you know, each time, like in the off season. So I would fluctuate like crazy because I would like restrict myself so much during prep and not allow myself to have any kind of freedom. And then all of a sudden I would just be done with prep. And then it was mm. like, okay, well, what's next, you know? And then I was just like, well, I'm really hungry. I know that. And I would just eat like everything in sight. And I couldn't just eat a little bit of it. Like I would eat everything and, and I couldn't control. I was like, and I, I actually remember a time that I was eating an entire bag of M&Ms and I was over the toilet trying to flush the M&Ms down the toilet because I was like an addict and I couldn't bring myself to just stop eating. And it was the, and it was the scariest thing ever. And I just, mm. I can't even, I can't even like relay how scary it was to people just because it was just, it was like, I felt like I was out of my body. I had no control. And, um, and this actually happened for like two off seasons. So I, I competed, I did well, and then I binged and then I gained 35 or 40 pounds. And then I competed, I did well. And then I actually didn't binge this year. Like after, you know, after this year, I, I went into the off season, I reversed, I allowed like balance in my life. You know, I went out, um, I like intuitively ate for a little bit, um, you know, and I went out and I had normal meals with my, you know, with my friends and family. And I learned this like really nice balance between, you know, the gym, my meals and out. And it was actually like super liberating. So I just, you know, I learned that I learned that food isn't everything and food is not God. And, you know, you eat food to feel good and, you know, and nourish your body. And, and I, and I really did get a, a better relationship with food too. Like I did a lot of studying about nutrition and about your gut health and everything. And it was actually the education that I gave myself about nutrition that really influenced my balance with food. Um, because I didn't, before I didn't really know why I was eating the foods I was eating. It was just because they're healthy and I need to cut calories. Right. But now it's like, now that I have the education about, you know, your gut flora and, you know, what foods, you know, are, are good for you and why you should eat certain foods mm. and why you should avoid certain foods. Like now that I actually know that it's like made me realize like such an easy balance with food now. Like I don't, I don't feel the need to eat 50 donuts. You know, I don't feel the need to binge eat a bag of Oreos or, you know, a carton of Oreos or anything like that. Like 
it's it now all kind of makes sense to me. Wow, that's incredible. I want to kind of bring this back a little bit. Where do you think that this kind of um, started? Like, why do you think you started the, binge eating? The binge eating. Um, well, I never really had a, an issue with food. Well, I had an issue with the fast food thing, you know, before <laughs> I started competing. Yeah, so I, I guess I could, I guess I could say I always had an issue with food because I had an unhealthy relationship with food as far as, you know, not nourishing my body with the right kind of nutrients. Um, but you know, it, it, it kind of started, I think, after being like super, super restricted with my diet mm-hmm. uh, and not allowing myself to have that balance um, because I went from eating, you know, whatever I wanted and like zero protein to like a lot of protein, you know, moderate carbohydrates, kind of low fat diet. And then like my body was just hungry. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was just physically so hungry and that's kind of, I think that's kind of when it's where it started because like then I, you know, after I competed, like I had some, I had no issues one when I was prepping because I had something to look forward to. I had this mm-hmm. show in mind, like I had, you know, the goal, like obviously I'm not gonna, you know, eat, you know, 12 donuts before I get on stage because I've got a competition to win. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, but now <laughs> when I'm like, when now, like when I'm done, you know, with the, with the competition, it was like, oh, well, now I don't have anything to work towards. Mm. So now I guess I'm free to eat whatever I want, you know? Mm. So then I would just go for it. And then it would taste so good to me that I would just go, you know, just go for it and just eat whatever I wanted. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, just kind of roller coaster from there. Do you ever, did you ever binge while you were prepping? No, I I never, Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people have, have issues with that. Like, like the night before the show, they'll just eat a whole carton of ice cream or something and like freak out and, you know, and and that kind of thing. I never had that, that issue, I think, because my, my head was like so set on the day. And, you know, I think that visualization helped me with that too, because it was just that determination, that visualization, like Mm -hmm. I was going to win that show. I was going to win it, you know, and that's what I needed to do. Um, but but now I never had any any binging like during prep. Wow. Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, we all have our experiences and, you know, being restricted. I, I honestly feel like it's a mind thing. It's a mental thing. You're telling yourself, yeah. you know, and, and like you said before, like you came from someone who wasn't necessarily eating so healthy before. And girl, trust me, I remember those days, you know, getting up. <laughs> My thing was um, I did Chick-fil-A all the time, large fry, grilled chicken sandwich, Polynesian. Like, I mean, I was totally doing that, you know, doing um, during my college days and stuff. And it's like you come from unhealthy habits anyway. So once you start eating healthy and you stop eating healthy, you know, you you're done with your show, you go back to your old habits. And yeah, it kind of multiplies because you're you're thinking, oh, my God, I only have a certain amount of time before I have to prep again. And you're missing those foods. But yeah, I definitely think yeah. it's different for everyone. Um, it definitely has a lot to do with where they started and stuff. But I, I think it's amazing that you're able to. I know I followed your journey this year, and you look really great, and you've able, you've been able to maintain your weight pretty well, and your muscle density and everything looks really awesome. If there was someone who was kind of struggling with binging, like what would you tell them to kind of help them get out of that? Um, I would definitely recommend educating themselves, educating themselves on like nutrition, because mm. I think when I realized why 
I was eating the foods I was eating, then it it all made sense to me, like why like why I was eating these certain things and why I really wasn't like why I really wasn't eating super processed foods. Like that's you know it's it's there's there's health reasons why it's not just because we have to cut calories or you know because sweet potato and chicken is a prep food. It's it's because it's it's because you're feeding your your um you know you're you're feeding your body for your health, and I think the education really made it all make, make sense to me and, and really kind of like stop the binging like once and for all. Mm. That's amazing. A lot of people don't tell us, you know, educate yourself. If you want to learn something, you know, find a way to figure out, you know, what the issue is, how you can better yourself. Yeah. I think that's an awesome, you know, an awesome tool that you use, you know, learning about nutrition and what, what makes up a macro, how many, you know, how many carbohydrates is in this, you know, why am I, I know I'm eating broccoli for my prep, but why am I eating broccoli for my prep? So definitely educating yourself is such a great thing. And I've noticed that you, you do that a lot. Like girl, you have the education thing down packed. If anyone wants to know how to fix their form, fix their posing, you have to visit page for sure. Can you explain that shoulder method? Cause even I was a little bit blown away the overhead shoulder press. I was like, huh, I, am the I doing o- this wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like the, the overhead shoulder press, like everybody's different. So as, as far as like your execution and like the, like the way you need to, to perform certain movements, everybody's different. So the way I am and am shaped like biomechanically, my press has mm. to be a little, I can't like force my external rotation because then that's not really like a, a shoulder press after all. Like it's not really for your front delts at all because you're not placing my, you know, I'm not placing my front delts on top. So by not forcing my external rotation and allowing my shoulders to kind of come like my arms to come where it's natural and not like, forcing myself into this like back, you know, like 2D position, I'm able to really get like those front delts in like a super lengthened um, state and, and really engage them and actually use my front delts to move the weight instead of using any momentum to move the weight. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. If anyone wants to go, I encourage everyone to go now to her Instagram. Look that up. It wasn't, um, I don't remember the date, but look it up and definitely comment because tell her thank you <laughs> for this tip because it's definitely amazing and we can learn so much from you, Paige. So girl, what are thank your you. goals this year or next year or five years from now? Like, what are your goals? Like, what are you doing? Goals as in, as in what kind of goals? In like this, um, competing um, in the, or? In the sport and out of the sport. We want to talk about both. Okay. Okay. So, um, so next year I'd really like to get back on stage. Um, I don't know when I haven't picked out a show. Um, but I would really, really like to get back on stage as far as that. I mean, five years from now competing, I like absolutely love to step on the Olympia stage Mm. at some point, at some point in my, um, bikini career, that would be a dream of mine. Um, I'm really, I'm actually test, I'm actually test judging, um, starting my test judging journey, um, to, to become a judge. Uh, oh my gosh. That's, that's super exciting. Yeah. I just, I just test judged at the, um, MPC, uh, ultimate physique championships and PA states and did really well, um, there. And how do you do that? Test, I'm sorry. How do you do that? <laughs> um, how, how do I do that? Um, I contacted, uh, the, like the, the promoters and just asked if there's any way that I can, you know, that any way I can, um, 
like become a judge or how how can I become a judge? And they said, okay, well, you have to test judge and get at least an 80% on three different, um, you know, at three different shows. And then um, at that point, you're given an exam and then um, you're possibly allowed into, you know, to, to be a judge. Wow. Um, so, so would you be judging so, just yeah. bikini or would you be judging... I would be judging everything. Wow. Um, I, be- I believe that that's how that would be going, for the MPC at least. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a huge dream of mine because I love judging and, and, and I love posing. And I think the reason why I love judging was because I used to judge horses when I was young too. So I, mm. I, I was like a super great judge with horses and I'm, and I'm very unbiased. Like I could care less where you come from because I was kind of I was kind of like the dark horse too, like at Junior USA. Like no, everybody's like, who the heck is this girl? You know, because I didn't – I, like, I didn't really know, you know, I didn't really know anybody. No one really knew me, like, who the heck was, you know, Paige Lilly. Um, And, like, the same thing, like, I don't really, I don't really care where you come from, you know. If you have a great physique and you present it well and, and you obviously put in the work and, and you, like, look killer and you're owning it on stage, like, yeah, yeah, you got, you got it for me, you know. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, but that's, that's, like, that's really what I want to do, um, you know, in the near future as far as, um, you know, getting involved in the, in the NPC. Um, and then outside of outside of competing, I mean, I my husband is really itching for a family, um, and I am I'm I'm twenty I'm twenty six, so I'm still trying to figure my life out. Um, but I mean, I really I really do. Um, I'm actually starting a posing like my own posing business right now, and I I started helping people out um, and realized like, hey, like I really love this. Like I've never actually felt so passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Um, them, them other than posing and I'm like wow I really like this I really like helping amateurs and you know and, and professionals too like perfect their posing in a way that's so different though like in a way that isn't just about standing up there it's about like firing your muscles like like there's a way to make your glutes pop in your back pose there's a way to make you look more symmetrical like and bring up weak points if you're posing you know when when you're posing like it's not just standing there like there's there's certain cues that I've figured out that like really take people from like looking good to like commanding the stage so that's that's like that's like a super passion of mine and that's that's what I'm trying to grow right now um outside of like competing but um but yeah, so that's that's where I am at the at the current moment. We're super excited to try out some of your posing right now. That's so exciting yes. that you're doing that. Do you do Skype too? I do. I do Skype. I do in person. I'm actually um, sitting in my living room right now, staring at my posing studio that's in the works. I'm gonna have huge mirrors. Um, and also, yes, yes, yes. It's it's very exciting. Um, I'm gonna have wraparound mirrors that uh, probably. Um, just trying to think how uh, long this is. I guess 12 feet long, um, a bit one big mirror, and then I'm gonna actually. I'm trying to think of a way to get like a surrounding mirror so you can like look up and see your back pose. Oh, you know, wow. like if you're if you're in your back pose, you can like look up and then like see see what you look like from behind. So um, I'm gonna figure out some kind of like rolling mirrors to do, uh, so we can you know totally enclose you in this awesome mirror room. Um, so yeah, I do. I do Skype. I do FaceTime. Um, okay, perfect. Do, because like, yeah, well, that's perfect because I'm definitely feeling like a giveaway. So definitely the first person to leave a review who is interested in Skype posing will get their first um, session on me with Lil- with with Paige Lily. So if you guys, whoever awesome. is interested in posing, the first person who leaves a review on this episode will definitely get their first 
um, their first one free on us. There you go. So that's for you guys. I'm so excited. Everyone's going to love working with Paige. I know she's amazing. She's up and coming. And like, I am so excited for you, girl. I cannot wait to see you. I can't wait till you like have everything finalized and you can just like open us in. Let us see like, you know, how your how your room looks and all the different things that you want to add to it. Like, I'm really excited about that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. As we as we make progress, we're going to I'm definitely going to be posting on my Instagram, like in my highlights, my story highlights. I'm going to be having like my posing, you know, posing studio, like in the making kind of thing. So that's going to be that's going to be so exciting. I'm, I'm really excited to keep everybody posted on that. Awesome. I definitely want to ask you one um, really um, sure. deep question that I'm kind of curious about because I just, I've, we've learned so much about you and your mindset, you know, and where you've come from. And I, I was kind of curious, like, who is your mentor in this sport? If, if you have anyone that you looked up to, that's kind of helped you yes. through everything. Oh my gosh. This might sound like super cliche. Um, and she may or may not know this, but I've got to admit that Sandy Williamson is like my oh. idol in this sport. And like, so she, she probably, she does not, she doesn't know this because like we, you know, I haven't been, you know, I haven't, I haven't talked, like she hasn't, you know, talked me through my issues or anything like that. But, but, you know, I just remember, um, you know, I just remember her at the San Antonio Pro, um, and I just, like, I love who she is as a person and, like, all the advice that she gives to the competitors because I remember showing in front of her for the first time, um, just a little, like, background about, like, my feelings about her. I, I remember showing in front of her for the first time when I won my pro card um, at Junior USA, and I was, like, super nervous because I'd never, like, stood in front of her. She'd never seen me before. But like, as soon as I got in front of her, I felt so at home. Like she, she just got this like smile on her face and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is awesome. Everything in the world is fine. You know, she's, Mm -hmm. she's great. And then, um, I just like, and like her feedback, when I asked her for her feedback, she was so thoughtful and like detailed and she just made me feel so important. Like it wasn't just like come in fuller or, you know, it was just like, it was so detailed and it, it really took it to heart and it was, it was great. And I actually remember her um, speaking at the San Antonio Pro last year uh, at the competitors meeting, and she talked about taking time away from the stage wow. and how and how it's okay. And she actually talked to everybody. It wasn't just to me personally. It was to everybody. Hmm. And she actually said that life needs to happen too. And that like so many competitors are worried that they'll become irrelevant if they miss a season or, you know, step away from the stage. Um to have like a family or, you know, go back to school. But, um, I don't, she nor I believe that that's the case. Like, I think, um, you know, I think that like life needs to happen too. And she, and she kind of like prompted me to just take a step back, take the blinders off and be like, okay, like, let's try to figure out how to make this whole competing thing a facet of my life and not Mm. my whole entire life. Because for a while there, it was my entire life. And I neglected a lot of things like, you know, like my family and my friends and my job and my career and school, you know, it was just competing and it was just the tunnel vision, you know, and she really made me realize that this is a facet of life. And this can, this, this can, in her words, she was saying, this is supposed to enhance your life, Mm. not be the whole thing. Yeah. So I really respect her for that. And I really appreciate her saying that because she was the one who really made me open my eyes to to this, you know, to the whole, to the whole balance aspect of it and made me and, and, and preach the longevity of the sport because anybody who does something for like 
a million miles an hour, a million percent, you know, all the time, all the way, and is so extreme, like like my per my personality is is like that. Anybody who does that like burns out very quickly. Yeah. And in order and in order to have the longevity in the sport, you need to find the balance for sure. Wow, definitely. Hopefully she listens to this one day. That would be so yeah, amazing. I hope so. Oh my gosh. Sandy, I hope if you're so. here, we love you. <laughs> and just in case no one knows who she is, she is definitely a head judge at many of the pro shows. She has her own pro shows. She's also the pro qualifying shows. So if you, when you turn yes. pro, um, she's gonna be the one who's going to yes. be gifting you with that. So she's definitely and... someone who's very like, you know, an inspiration to us all. So that's wonderful. For sure. I just love I love who she is as a person. She's just she's just wonderful. Paige, if there is one thing you can confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank. Dear diary. Hmm. There's one thing I could confess. I have no idea. Let's let's uh let me think about that one for a second, Naima. Could be anything. <laughs> hmm. Dear Diary, I miss the stage so darn much, and I cannot wait to get back out there. Yes, and you totally will. Thank you so much for your confession, girl. We cannot wait to see you on the stage. And before we conclude this episode, I would love to know, what advice would you give someone wanting to become an IFBB bikini professional? Go for it. Like whatever, keep, keep showing up. Honestly, I've seen girls get third call outs, last call outs and make just a simple little adjustment and boom, pro next show. Mm. Like, you know, or very close to it, you know, or like, you know, the next two shows, like it happens, you know, and it's just don't, don't give up and don't ever listen to anybody else who tells you you can't do it because if I were if I listened to people who said that I can't do it or I'd never amount to anything in life like I wouldn't be where I was hmm. so it's just following your heart doing what is feels right in your heart of hearts you know if something feels if the if the path that you're that you're on feels wrong like there's a reason for that I feel like everything hmm. happens for a reason so just listen to yourself go for it, dive in, educate yourself. Don't just be a sheep, you know, don't follow just because you're following, you know, you need to educate yourself. And that's, and that's why I'm trying to put out good educational content um, is, is to help educate people. So they're not just following. So they understand why they're doing things. Hmm. So it's just go for it, educate yourself and just dive in 110% and, and just, and just kill it. Just keep showing up. And, you, and reach Paige. and reach out for help and reach out for help. If you need help, if you need advice, reach out to people you look up to. Um, and as always, I am always available for, you know, DMs and, and you know, messages and, and phone conversations. I'm, I'm so willing to talk to anybody. Thank you so much, girls. So we are already in love with you. You've given us so much, provided so much value for us. Where can we go and find you? I am at uh, Paige Lily IFBB Pro. Um, that's my Instagram. I am in Allentown, Pennsylvania. So if you're ever in the Allentown area, come and visit me. Um, and that's and that's where you'll find me. I'll be on. I'm on the gram. So awesome, if you ever definitely. Need me, if you ever need me, I'm on the I'm on the DM. 
Good to Definitely. Have me. And then also, again, anyone who the first person who leaves a review, um, definitely I'm going to hit you guys up because you're going to win a free posing session with Paige on me. Awesome. I cannot wait to get you guys started um, on the right foot and hopefully to become an IFBB professional. Definitely. Thank you so much, Paige, for being here. And that's going to conclude our episode. Thank you for having me, Naima. Thank you. If you love this episode, just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode, just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And always remember to never give up on your dreams.